All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Behind the Rise. In 2022, I went from 400 to 320 three times in a year. He looked me in the eye and said, hey, listen, like, I respect you. He said, but I don't fully respect you. They think that America cannot fall. It's our duty as citizens and Americans and people to platform to start speaking. Focus on the things that matter. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Behind the Rise. Uh, it is post, it's 2024, it's January, we're going to talk a little bit about 2023, some of the lessons that were learned last year and some of the things that we're going to be doing this year and some, you know, some of the things that we're going to adjust going into 2024. We ask that you guys share the uh, episodes, share when you get value. If you guys are liking what you're hearing, like, comment. Um, share with your friends, you know, that's how we grow the show. So, uh, let's get right into it. So Costa, what did we uh, have on the agenda today? First up, we got, what were some of your biggest lessons from 2023? So, I mean, you know, specifically we'll get into specifics, but like my new philosophy is when we look back to what happened in 2023, I took like a day or two and I basically like, okay, this is what we did wrong. Like really try to like analyze it and but don't dwell on it. Just analyze it so you can adjust moving forward. And then I also looked at like what we did good. And so somebody actually reached out to me on on um, January first, and they were like, "Hey, what were your what were your biggest accomplishments in 2023?" And I literally couldn't give them an answer. Like off the top of my head, I was like, "Nothing," you know. Like it was shit. I felt like, but then I started thinking. I'm like, "Wow, there was a ton of accomplishments," you know. And that like moment of reflection. I thought was important. Like it made me feel better. Like if you actually think for the entire year, all the great things that happened, there was a ton of them, you know, but sometimes you get lost in the day to day and you don't really, you know, recognize that until you take a moment and, and think. So, you know, that was a, that was like a new revelation. So look back, see the, what you did wrong, what you can adjust for this year and, and start going. Then the other thing that really re- I realized is that time is fucking flying by. You know, and we're not getting any younger. I graduated college 10 years ago, 2024. I graduated in 2014. I cannot get over that. Yeah, dude. Like, I was looking back, like, you know, because, like, one of the things I'm, you know, that happened in 2023 that I'm happy about, that one of the accomplishments that I'm pumped about is I I got, I'm getting my, my fitness, like, journey, like, rolling, right? So, like, I'm eating right. I'm exercising every single day. I didn't wait till the first of the year to do it. I've been... I've been into it probably for the last like four months, like hard, you know, like haven't missed a day. And what one thing that I realized I was going back in pictures, right? And I have this app on my phone that has a scale like that, like tracks your weight every time you weigh in and like it connects to the app. Dude, it's been like three years. I've been like, like trying to get down, like get down under 300 pounds, right? And you can see this friggin' trend where I'll go from 400 down to like 320, 330, then back to 400, then back to 320, up to 400. Dude, I looked in 2022, I went from 400 to 320 three times in a year. That's crazy. Right? can't be good for your body. No, dude. That's why my metabolism doesn't know what's going on, right? So like, I know I'm not alone in that. Like a lot of people, I, the more I like talk about it, the more I'm, people like, maybe not as extreme, but Yo-yo. they go up and down. 
big time yo-yo guy. Consistent. I'm a yo-yo guy too. I, I shit on you all the time, but I'm a yo-yo. Yeah, I no, you have the same genetics as me. It's just buddy. on a, Take on care. a way smaller uh, yeah. scale. <laughs> like, like I'll go from like two fifteen. 225, 210 to like 230. Like I'm like back and just again, small. Right. So one of the lessons that I learned was like, you got to, and I look back and I'm like, Jesus, if I just, when I started this three years ago or two years ago or two and a half years ago, whatever it was, and just stayed straight consistent, even if it wasn't perfect all the time, but just stayed consistent, I would be well past my, the goals that I had and yeah. beyond. Or even plateaued, as long as you don't go backwards. Exactly. Like, if you have a day and, and you're plateaued, it's better than going backwards. You know? Like, if you're not moving forward, you're losing. You know? Like, if you're not at least staying at that point. But, like, my mentality was before, if I had, like, one bad day, it would, it would like, one bad meal, it would turn into a bad day. That would turn into a bad week, then a bad month. The next thing you know... You're back to where you were and you're fighting like hell to get back down again. And it's harder every single time. Like this time, it's been so hard to lose like a single pound, like way harder than it used to be. Right. Like, I don't think I could do it three times in a year anymore. Yeah. You know, like something happened when I hit a certain age that it's way, way harder, like that everybody talks about. And it's real. So every time it's like you got to fight back. So one of the things that I realized is like consistency is better than like uh extreme extremeness for short periods of time you know it's better to be consistent the tortoise it's a classic the tortoise cla- the yeah hair, exactly yeah. tortoise versus the hair so i'm the hair like ooh, absolutely perfect won't even touch anything and then the minute i do touch something it's you're off to the races again and you know? it's a it's the temperature thing that i uh ed my talks about so it's right. like, you know, you, you, yeah, my thermostat is, is set to like a cool 62. I exactly. mean, uh, like 68, like just fucking. So, so anyone who doesn't know that theory, it's pretty much like whatever you think that you are. So let's say you, you think you're at like a 68 thermostat, like you'll lose all this weight. But if you still think of yourself at, at that temperature, like eventually you're just going to go back to where you envision yourself at that weight or whatever that milestone is. So it's like, you set it at 68 it's just always your doesn't matter if you go hotter or colder you're always going to gravitate towards that medium of 68 whatever it's set at right it's interesting i mean it's so fucking true a lot of it has to do with your self-image of yourself and how bad you really want it you really willing to sacrifice like you know to get to that point you know it's interesting right and having that mindset of just like consistently like no matter what get it done and i'll tell you in 2023 somebody said something to me that kind of like sparked this like new like mindset like angle to look at it it's somebody that i respect he's in a group that i'm in and he looked me in the eye and said hey listen uh, i just want to let you know that like i respect you as a as like a business person as like a family man and like you have everything going for you like with with business like you're smart you're everything he said but i don't fully respect you to my face, I don't fully respect you because you can't control like what you eat and like how you exercise and like consistent consistently. And that is what's holding you back from, from reaching like the next level of your personal goals. Right. And that hit me like that. I, it's stuck in, in my head and I needed to hear that. And that's why people say surround yourself with people who are better, who are like you or better than you have the same type of goals as you because None of my like friends from around here would ever say that to me, you know, and they're all like, oh, you, you're doing great. You're doing this. But they don't know, like, truly to be great what it takes, you know. Yeah. So to hear that from a peer is like, whoa, it's, it hit me in the face. And it's 
and it was the best thing. The best thing that's happened. So I'm I'm very grateful. It took for that. a lot of balls for him to say that. No. Yeah, man. Can you yeah, imagine that tough. looking someone in the face, and being like, "Hey, I, great guy. I just don't respect you. you're too big." Yeah, you, I don't fully respect you, and that and that's what's holding you back. And I've always known it. That's what's hold has always held me back. You know, but you know, I was always like make excuses and like you you play tricks in your own head. You know, but for someone to say di- direct shot. Eye contact. Yeah. I don't fully respect you because of that. So, whoa. Yeah, it's tough. I literally snapped last night after I went to a show and it was late and I was tired. And my friends wanted to go to Sonic and get like some ice cream. I'm just like, we're not going to Sonic. Like, we don't, you guys don't eat ice cream. We just ate like massive steaks. And mm-hmm. I literally just like snapped at one of my friends. I was like, you don't eat ice cream like you fat fuck. Like, shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shut up, you bitch. And he's like, whoa. And I, and I felt bad because I used to be fat. And like, I don't, like, I don't, I purposely don't say that to people because I used to be. But like, now he's literally like, said to me after too and like today at first i apologize i had he's like shut up dude i know you're kidding but whatever but like i'm actually gonna give him a meal plan now to follow hmm. he's like i'm sick of like it's annoying so kind of worked at the same time right so you're that you're that person for that kid yeah. in this moment i think something else in 2023 that happens is is really being focused and dialed in on the things that are working kind of doubling down on the things that are working you know like 2023 for us an example like we open up another restaurant right our other two restaurants worked well, we could do a ton of different stuff. And it's almost like hinders us a little bit because we could do so much because we have so much experience between like real estate and business and e-commerce and service. Like we could do anything. And that kind of hinders us a little bit because there's so much we could do yeah, and we could execute very, very well. And we know there's a lot of margins and make tons of money, whatever. But I don't know. I feel like this year I really realized to like tailor that kind of rabbit in my head to go grab like all this shit and say like you know let's just triple down on what we're doing and what we're good at and just fucking ride with it you know what i mean yeah knowing when to say no is a big one that i think when we a lesson that we learned from 2022 and 23 and um you know and where to focus your you only have a certain amount of time like i i'm very particular where i spend my time right now like if it's a waste of time like i won't do it and um that's that's part of that, right? Like, like the the entrepreneur in you and like the competitive side of you thinks like you can do anything, and that's you know part of our strength. But at the same time, it could be a weakness too if you don't know how to control it. You know, because I start look, we start looking at an issue or a business plan or something, and we start immediately putting all the pieces together. Like, yeah, I know we could figure this thing out for sure. There's no question about it. But is it worth the time to do it? And is it worth taking away from what we're good at? And I think the other thing is we have to focus on or things we, we realized last year is like we have to focus on things that are aligned with our goals. And if in our goals is we have to make more cash flow this year, if our goals is to do that, we have to do what that is and kind of follow that whole. Yeah. Not like, OK, but right now we have a lot of things for long term exit strategies like we have our, our long term plays, but it's OK to, you know, build some some, some cash flow along the way too. you know, like yeah. follow that whole. That's why that's why it's so important to have those like type C goals that like, you know, those like fuck you dream dream type of goals. Like, what do you and it can't just be like, oh, I want a billion dollars and, you know, a 10 million dollar house. Like for me, that's is that even a goal? You know what I mean? It's like, but is it though? It is. Because what what are you doing, though, to like to to get to that? I mean, maybe it is a goal for somebody. And then I guess what you're doing every day is just doing whatever you possibly can to, to get money. And it doesn't matter how. It happens, but all you care about is the financial part. Um, so I guess it is a goal, yeah. but being clear on what you want to get to changes what you're doing daily. 
right? Like it changes every single decision you make daily, weekly, quarterly, you know, whatever. Um, and I think this year you're right. Like after we tried a lot of shit in 2023, like we, it was like the last, the last hurrah. Like we sprayed everywhere we possibly could. Like we, we dipped our toe in everything. And that's why I think Tino's, you know, we're getting the feeling like, okay, let's, now that we've seen everything, it's kind of like, you know, we've tried it all. We've tried it all. We've gotten a good look at everything and we're just going to kind of focus in and, and, and pick our path. And we can be really picky choosy about anything that's outside of that. And if we do, it's going to be with people that match our intensity as far as, yeah, you know, yeah. type of person and people that we want to partner with and do things with. Because at the end of the day, it's all about the people, right? Yeah, that's kind of what I meant is like dialing in on things that we know worked. And it's under our control and we see we have it from front to middle to end. Like we know that whole roadmap, what it looks like. We know what the dollars look like. Like we know exactly what we're doing. I think sometimes people get. Or he has, you know, we get lost in in the shiny dollar, you know, uh, like anyone, right? Like we work mm-hmm. our fucking dicks off. Yeah. See, for you, it's the shiny dollar. For me, it's like the the challenge. Like whichever. I get yeah, lost whichever. in that. Whichever. I get lost yeah. in that. I don't even look at the money. I look at like just trying to figure it out. Right. We've almost this year. We almost got into a really stupid one because of that. Right. Just because we wanted to prove that we could do something that's stupid. Exactly. <laughs> it wouldn't have had like <laughs> any benefit besides a time sucker, you know. Yeah, so I think that was that was probably our biggest lesson. I think 2024 has a lot of upside, and I hope a lot of other people think that way too. 2024 has a lot of upside. It's a little weird year because of an election year, but I think there's just a lot of upside. Like we're we're yeah. in a good place to make a lot of good decisions. A lot of people who are you know they're they're optimistic for this year, and so yeah. are we. You know, a lot yeah. of people. There's one side of the coin that everyone's like, this is the year that it's going to be like chaos and like everything fucked up, but. The other side is it's like all the work that's been put in. I think we've been through the worst of what, you know, what's been going on. This year could be a big turnaround. You know, the rates are starting to go down, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, like, it, you know, it's an election year. So they're going to try to make Biden look good and drop the rates leading up to the election. Mm-hmm. Right. It's been a tough stretch of time, dude. Think back to it started with COVID in 2020. I know. 2021 was still COVID. 2022 starting to come out of it, right? Yeah. 2023 just happened inflation all the after effects of covid and still feeling it right? right like this year feels like okay we're finally going to get back to some kind of normalcy and if you were putting in the work during the during those years and planting the seeds and and doing all the right things i think that's why people are optimistic the people who, who have been doing the right things for the last three years feel good about this year because it's like you know now it's time for those things to sprout and if you're a business or service or person sales whatever you're in whether you're, you work for somewhere else if it grew in 2023 I think that shows a lot. Yeah. Because 2023, again, was a very odd year. So if your business grew, that should give you a good, like, a confidence booster going in 24. Because that was a really odd year to grow. And if you did grow, if you look at your year over year and you're up 30, 40, 50, 100, whatever percent, I think I think you should feel like you're in a good place going into 24. Yeah, for sure. And then God willing, we have a, a good election this year. And then, I, and then the, potentially the next four years from there are going to be. I don't give a fuck. Fuck, fuck Biden, dude. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. This is our mm-hmm. podcast. We can say what we want. Biden is the worst president in U.S. history. You need someone like Trump or someone on, on the red side. I don't I don't care anymore. What's happening is fucking out of control. And if we if we care about America first, if we actually care about the future of our kids. And you Because this next four years is so important. Yeah, honestly, if you can look at 
how the pre- like how the country's been running for the last like three it's years, shocking. and you think that that's better than it was with Trump, then you are delusional. I'm sorry, you no, are. You, you have you you have an <laughs> you are you have an ailment You're delusional. You have an ailment because you don't like Trump so much. No, it's Trump derangement syndrome. You know, if if I don't care if it was if it was somebody else saying the same things or you know that did the same things as Trump, but in a less divisive way, he would have been like gone down as the greatest president in in the history of our country 100%. like if somebody else was running on the same platform and was like as popular or whatever i would vote for him i don't care if it's trump or somebody else but the point is is that his policies is right. all i care about i don't care about all the other bullshit all i know is that when he was a president there was no wars there was no inflation gas prices were less than two dollars a gallon everybody was Everybody was prospering. Didn't matter if you were white, black, Hispanic. Every every single culture was doing better, and our our stance on the world stage was a million times better than it is now. We were becoming energy independent. You know, like who who had a complaint in, from for, if it wasn't for that Twitter bullshit every minute? All I want, all you, all you got to know to just chalk it all up is every decision that Trump made was for the country. Very little of it was like, you know, like little shit that like maybe he was swayed by something or a group or whatever. But majority of his policy and how he thought was America first. Yeah. With Biden or any or what's happening. How about like, dude, like there things are coming out now about like his past, like when he was a young guy. Right. Did you see that, that clip I shared today about uh, Sammy the Bull, that guy? on uh, They couldn't get the anything on him. They tried to bribe him like they did every other developer in New York City in the 80s and 90s, right? To d- bribe him to give union contracts and all this. He didn't take the bait once from anybody back then when he was just a business person, right? He was not connected to the Epstein shit. He kept his nose clean. He doesn't drink, okay? All he does is he loves women. I'm fucking sorry, okay? No, I'm so- if I'm him, I would have too. He's like 6'4", handsome guy. Rich as all hell, popular as anything. What would you do? No, my thing, the way I look at it, <laughs> Give me a he's, break. he's been in the limelight for years, for decades. And you, the only thing you could find on him is you fucked a porn star? He, Fuck you. Yeah, Boo-hoo. Yeah, exactly. Boo-hoo. Meanwhile, Biden's over there taking bribes from every country that'll pay him. Yeah. So It's literally, it's literally ridiculous. So, I don't know. I'm sorry if we offended anybody, but like... I don't give a fuck with you. You know, That's no, right. I, I'm, I'm not sorry, but it's like really, like it's to the point now where you have to v- think with your brain, okay? And you can't think like an idiot. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Like, focus on the things that matter, okay? Those, what, what Trump's talking about are things that actually matter. Every, everything else that, th- what they're saying on the other side is all a distraction to distract you from the things that actually matter. And it's crazy. You, you, my last statement on it, because I could go on for hours on this stuff, is it's just so clear. Trump wanted to protect. If you just look at this policy alone, Trump wanted to protect the border because he he wants to keep our culture our culture. The past three years, Biden let in 12 million, okay, 12 million people through the border undocumented. And he is trying to... He has an issue with Texas trying to put a border up. Why? He's trying to give Newsom in California free health care to illegal immigrants. Why? People have to start asking, why, how and why is this America first? No, people think he was racist for saying, like, you know. we want a border. Go ask any immigrant who they're going to vote, who they would vote for. 
And 90% of them are going to tell you Trump. And they're the ones that were supposedly attacked. We have a lot of immigrants around us, right? We're immigrants. Like everybody that works with us are immigrants. If you go around and ask everybody, they'll tell you that Trump, because that's who they would vote for. Because back in their countries, the ones that they f- fled, are Democrats. Are, they see the same exact rhetoric that's coming from the Democratic side, you know? And they know what's best for the country. Whether, you know, oh, that's they're people, not. That's people who have been here for a while, too. The, the ones who all they care about is just getting in and getting their family and like new, newcomers. They might. Well, no, that's, no, dude, no, I don't know, man. No, yes, because that's why they're doing this. They're trying to get un, undocumented people to be able to vote with no voter IDs. So that's 12 million votes of people trying to vote for their family. They don't give a right. shit about America. They want to care if their came, cousin comes exactly. with they, an open they border. They just came. They still have family there yeah. that they want to come to. That, you know, it's priorities. Like what, That's what they care about. Yeah, no, Can't blame true. them, man. No, I don't. I don't play. But the that, ones but who have been here a long time, people, they're the ones. The who people say. around the us. The biggest exactly. issue is that the entitled Democrats are the people that look at that way, and the liberals, they think that America cannot fall. They have to take a good look at history and the Bible and anything that you look at. Big empires fall, and they fall fast. Mm-hmm. It's always with greed and leadership. The Roman Empire, the Persian Empire. Look back in the Bible in Egypt. All of it. It comes from a couple bad, even Argentina, a couple bad leaders. Takes two terms. Yeah, it does feel like this next yeah. one. It's like a if, if we US, don't if we don't turn if the, the U.S. Ship, dollar crashes with the bricks and all this stuff. Because the reason why that's happened because they don't fear the leader that we have. If all that continues, the U.S. will fall. We will not be the the leader we were. And then that's when the liberals and the woke will start to be like, oh, now our you know our dollar isn't worth shit. No, and then they they'll start still to get they, 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 they still know what they're doing. doing. They're not stupid. They know what they're doing. No, the po- the, po- the politicians do, but the people who think that they're voting righteously because they're trying to stand up for whatever they think, they're going to realize after the fact, ooh, shit. That's the issue. What Ange said was like the best point. It's like he does, doesn't care who it is. Like I think feel like with a lot of people, it's like even if like they hear something that they don't agree with, whether right or left, they still like won't change, especially in like the left side of things. Mm-hmm. They'll hear something and they like refuse to believe it. Like, but, like As Ange said, it's just like, don't give a shit who's running the country as long as they have like these principles like we want right for example if obama was saying it was saying it was doing the same stuff that trump did i would vote for him even if he was a democrat yeah exactly yeah but the problem is is it's a very they're all alike the people like obama and the people like biden whatever they love war you have to look why follow the money it's like anything it's like any corrupt thing you have to follow the money these people love war trump was the only person and the only president we've seen in the past two decades that think war is a waste of time and a waste of money. Mm-hmm. And he makes his stance very clear on that. He will not go to war unless he has to. Right, but at the same time, he'll invest in our military. Yeah. Right, because he, he believes strength through peace well, is strength. Well, that's how you prevent exactly. war. Exactly. That's how you prevent through war. Peace is, through strength is peace or peace is strength. Whatever, whatever yeah. that saying is, he says. That is truth. But again, they want to just... The first week Biden was in office... He did an airstrike to Syria that killed tons of innocent people. In four years, Trump, he didn't do one airstrike. One drone strike. This guy came in. Well, the, yeah, well he no. He, he killed ISIS and stuff. He yeah, killed he, against ISIS. This, they killed, but it was very dialed in. Exactly. They didn't kill it any innocent people. Specific, yeah. It wasn't like weddings like Obama. Obama shot down like weddings that people killed innocent people. The first week this piece of shit came in. And killed a bunch of innocent people down. Syria. No, his first move was to shut off the Keystone Pipeline. That he promised eat. that he wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Just so the the prices of everything went fucking. That's what that's what sparked all the all the inflation. His second move was to pull everybody out of 
Afghanistan on a whim, getting getting Americans 50, killed. You know, do you know that Afghanistan is the number one arsenal dealer in the world? Yeah, because they're with selling our all our military shit. with fifty it's literally billion. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's literally ridiculous. The more I think about it, and it's I, all and business. This year, I told myself, you know, that I hate talking about it. I really do. Like, I really don't like talking about it. But I think it's our duty as citizens and Americans and people of the platform to start speaking. Because in 2020, or the last election, what was it? 2020, 2020, yeah. We were afraid to talk about it. And that silence is what affected the election. The, the, that fear of cancellation throughout the country of any people with the platform because we didn't want to talk about it. We did a little bit in silence. We murmured it. Mm-hmm. But this year, I think it's important to hold on because it's not just for us. It's for your kids. Right. I don't look when I start talking. I don't care if I get. I don't care if a couple of people cancel neutral. I don't care if I don't care. It's for your kids. If I can get ten people to vote because the shit I'm saying, fine. Right. Um, I'll take that with your two cancellations for neutral, because it's because <laughs> yeah. on honest to God, dude. Honestly, yeah, no, no, really. I feel the same way. Yeah. I feel like it's like a duty at this point because it's it is. so critical that this next and, and election. To, and to be fair, where I stand, I'm good with Vivek. I'm good with Trump, and I'm good with uh, RFK. I'm good with all three of those. If any of those three, what about up, Nikki Haley? I haven't heard. No, I haven't even listened. Absolutely no, not. absolutely not. Bad, bad, bad. I'm good with all Fake. three of those. So we have a good, strong, like we have people who could do the job. Just if you think that Biden, Biden, I don't even think will live. He's for not four even more years. dude. He's not even no, running okay. the country. Who, I say this to people all the time. And it sounds like stupid, like not like intelligent thing to say. But has anybody watched like a movie or a TV show that shows like behind the scenes of the White House? No. What do you mean? You've never seen like a TV show, like anything, like a, like a fiction? Yeah, like a like a like exactly like a like a fiction show that just show like it emulates yeah, like fiction, what life yeah, is yeah, like yeah. At, for the president in the in the Oval Office. I'm pretty sure that's pretty close to like reality. Not exactly, but bottom line is there's shot calling that happens every minute of the day, right? Trump would is known to have been working first one up, last one out the entire time, right? He golfed here and there, but he was always he was always on, right? Calling shots all the time. Look at Biden and tell me he's the one calling the shots right now. For the Zero chance. It's, it's impossible. He can't even hold a conversation like this in it's this It's impossible. He, he doesn't know what's going on. Who's calling the shots? Can I know? Yeah. I, I Nobody know. knows. Deep, but no, somebody I, every, is. No, Somebody's calling the He's every, not calling the everyone shots. Everyone knows and no one mm. can say it. It's the deep state. It's so obvious. It's Blackstone. It's the people with all the money. Dude. It's, you know I, who it I'll is. I'll tell you. I, you know, I go in my conspiracy. I mean, I think it's. I think Obama is literally in the White House running everything. No, of course, no. That's, I don't know. It's a Someone group. is, dude. It's a group. No, it's, it's, it's multiple a, it's people. It's a group. It's. But you have to look. It's. It's so easy to find corruption in this world. It's so easy. You just follow the dollars. That's it. Who owns this company? Who's funding the super PAC? Okay, that super PAC is this. Go up the ladder. Blackstone owns this. It's just. Yeah. It's so obvious, and it's in our face. But it's no one plain sight. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what Andrew just said is like a blatant fact. It's like you could be right, left, middle, whatever, anything, an alien. That statement you just made about like running the thing is a literal fact. If you cannot see that, there's like you're he, you're completely he's lost. not calling. He's not it's making impossible. a single decision himself. He is not making a decision. You can't. You every, can't. Every decision. <laughs> My every, grandmother has Alzheimer's. Imagine her making decisions like that affect the world. Yeah. Every, you know, and it's every bad. decision he makes is is it seems to be the wrong one. Dude, he, watch watch videos of Biden five ten years ago. Talk way sharper. Yes, and then listen to him now. He has it's sad. He has cognitive yeah. he had, de- degradation. He's he got a problem. Two brain aneurysms. Two. 
Right. Obviously, he has. Look at this guy. And and it's and they'll look at you in the face and say there's nothing wrong with him. It's like, are you fucking serious? We Am want him to do you're, well. You're looking at me and telling me that this guy is is purple. That's you want him to do well too. It's not like we don't like want him to like, exactly. Be like if terrible. He, if he, listen, if he did the, the same things that, like the same policies are similar that Trump would did as far as like fiscal policy and um you know Energy, international yeah. and all that shit. Foreign relations and everything, I would be all for him. I, I could care less. There, if there, he just had more not, energy, he's like, yeah, at least there more is alive. not a week. Weak <laughs> not, is fuck. If you look at the genre of politics, the genre of decision making of people, like what people care about, like uh, you know, war, world politics, you know, the 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 economy, whatever. He didn't do not one thing, progress right. And any of the categories, right. you can't say you did one thing. And then they're promoting years. Bidenomics, like he had like good. Thirty them lying to you and telling you that down is up, up is down. One plus one is thirty-four three. trillion dollars. I'm not going to say that. You know, Trump pulled money too. Like the the printing problem is a problem for sure, but Biden is out of control. Two hundred billion dollars to Ukraine that we don't know what the fuck that's for. I mean, I, again, I don't want to keep going down. I want to continue the podcast and other stuff. I have one question. Would would Russia have invaded Ukraine if Trump was in office? No. No, no, no way. No. Yeah, Done. That, all that money that you're talking about that got spent there wouldn't have had to get spent because it would have been prevented. Yeah. And just so people understand, because when I talk about this a little bit, people don't understand how much $200 billion is compared to like what we spend on. Dude, our FDA budget is like $1.5 There's a couple of these other things you think that are like huge budgets, like $2, 3000000000 billion. $200 billion would cure homeless in this country. No, I thought it was $20 billion. No, no, I, but, I saw that. I saw. But I'm it. just saying, like, just. So I you, saw a thing that literally the other day that said, twenty billion dollars would would solve homelessness in this country overnight. Yeah. Like the wall, you could fix it. the wall down there in in uh, to to secure a border was like forty billion. Right. It you're talking the spending is ridiculous on shit that doesn't have anything to do with us. You're really. gonna give illegal immigrants a health care for free when you have veterans in the street. What I'll tell the you the fuck are we about, talking about? Uh, uh, did you hear in New York? Uh, Christine told me this. They year. shut the, the school down to yes. take the immigrants. It's right. ridiculous. So now the kids have to uh, do school from home while while the people who just came in are, Ma- are have the classroom space. Massachusetts. Are you fucking wow. serious? Yeah, Massachusetts. Their argument is, oh, well, like the kids have the opportunity to go from home. These people like, don't have a place. So, like, they I get there. that. And it's sad. But why the fuck did you? They shouldn't. They that's, shouldn't we don't have the infrastructure. What was exactly. the plan? Mm-hmm. That's the, I, don't have, I, I love people from other countries i love them i love them but it can't be at this rate with no fucking plan and then you look at the fbi and the leader of the fbi two weeks ago said that there is the most alarming terrorist attacks that are happening throughout the country that is just imminent they're telling people to stay away from cities they're telling people to stay away from high metropolitan areas because the red alerts all over the country is extreme dude we don't know these fucking people are how are you supposed to know there's going to be a 9-11 attack type of in the next year or two and it's going to be because of what happened the past three years. And they're going to blame it on that president. But it wasn't. It was Biden's fault for letting 12. Dude, to put it into perspective, 12 million people in the past three years is, is more in the past like 15 years combined. Right. I know. It was like 400,000 a year, 500,000 a year, 12 Dude, million. they're incentivizing people to come. That's the thing, right? Do you know if you came over the border, what you come over, there's no more like you got to hide, go over, go under, through the river, through the fucking mountains. You walk right through the front door. They let you in. You 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 apply for asylum right then and there. There's like a a processing center. They hand you a fucking work visa for like one or two years, uh, a license, all the shit you need to be fine. Meanwhile, there's he- people who've been here for like 15, 20 years 
who have been, you know, getting paid, like owning homes, doing this, doing that. They still don't have work visas and all that stuff. What about How is that? But if you came, if they, they'd be better off going back, coming through Mexico, getting a work visa, and then going through the process. It's nice. literally, it's, we're in the rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we can go on. It's literally ridiculous. But anyway. So what were we talking about? It gets me so. We're talking better. about lessons from 2023, but we can but, segue that. that do you yeah, have but a final the, point? The, re- the reason why I get the reason why I think it's Wrap important it is that 2024 is that a goal of yours <laughs> in 2024 should be is to do some research into politics, do some research into what's been happening and what's going to happen, and just really vote responsibly. If you've never voted before, do yourself a favor and vote this year. I know so many people haven't voted. This should be the year you're gonna vote and do some more research. That's all I'm saying. Cool. Next, moving, segueing into the uh, next topic. What are your plans or goals for 2024? And what are you what are you most excited for to execute on? Hmm. Uh, I mean, I got a ton. Go- I actually wrote down a list. Goals are goals are. I have personal goals and business goals. Let's personal both. personal goals. I want to be a, a better partner to my brothers. I want to be a better son to my to my uh, to my dad. I want to be more involved in certain things in community. I want to uh, like things that I'm passionate about, like dogs and stuff like that. I want to I want to be more invested in that community. Uh, in terms of like business and business development, I got to be more disciplined. You know, I'm just not a disciplined person with my eating, stuff like that. Um, I think there's there's just a lot of stuff. I look back at 23 and I was like, oh, shit, there's a lot of room for improvement. And I'm just going to take all that stuff that I looked at, like, oh, I sucked at my discipline there. I was okay there. I wasn't that good there and just kind of double down this year. So that's like my general. Yeah. I wrote some down, actually. I wrote uh, January 1st, 2024. Mike. Mike. Oh, January 1st, 2024. 2.38 p.m., I wrote down my 2024 goals, and I'll, you know, I'll summarize. So, lift five days a week for the whole year, cardio six to seven days a week, track macros daily, stay on a diet, and stay on like this track, create a new lifestyle of exercise and diet no matter what's going on, reach my weight goal of 260 to 270 in that range, 18% body fat if I get there. Be present when at home with family. Don't carry my phone around with when I'm with my kids. Um, have family dinner with no iPads or anything like that at least one day a week. Have two date nights per month. Then I went into business stuff like grow, you know, new trade 40%, you know, a bunch of, you know, goals within there. We have, I wrote down goals for the restaurants, goals for Premier, goals for real estate. You know, but those are just some general ideas, and I've been trying to stick to it. So we we started doing a family night uh, every Tuesday night. Like my wife cooks dinner, and then we all sit with the family. We ask like how the day is going, like little kick it old school. Before one night, I looked around. We were all eating dinner. Everybody was on an, a, their phone and their iPad, like watching whatever they were watching while we were eating. And I was like, shit, this is bad. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I looked around, and I was doing the same. You know, I do that too, and um, you know, so that's we we do that Tuesday nights. And the date night thing is fucking tough. It's fucking tough to, to like do that consistently. So we're actually going on, you know, one tonight and trying to like be proactive about it. Like at least, at least one to two a month. Right. Um, it should be doable, but you realize like once, once, you know, things start rolling, you, you know, you get caught up in life and shit and you just don't want to go or you just, don't Put you on the calendar, right? That's the fucking name of the game, dude. If it's not in the calendar, not doing it. That's like, <laughs> doesn't that's my, like Yeah, and I don't Tino's feel bad about debilitating, it. Either. Yeah, yeah. Tino, let's talk about Tino's debilitating case of not putting things in. Calendar. That should be on your twenty twenty four. These are positive list. goals of twenty twenty four. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's try using the calendar. 
His thing is, I told you three weeks ago. So <laughs> you told me three weeks ago in the middle of a conversation. Since then, three weeks ago literally felt like last year. Yeah. Right? If it doesn't go, I literally wake up or the night before I look at my calendar for the next day and I plan out like where I'm going and yeah. what I'm doing. You know? You said to have a mental rule. If it doesn't go, if I don't put this on the calendar, it doesn't exist. It doesn't happen. Right? And there's it's like. Not real. Yeah. This is like mental block that's happening on that side of the couch with the calendar, but he's working on it. But I honestly, Tino's goals that he talked about, he he's been he's been a, doing. Yeah, you could tell he's there's been a you know so far this year has been a the difference. The, right. the the key is most people I forget what it is like 90 percent of people by February first they drop off. You know. Yeah. Well, I think the bigger issue is most people aren't self aware. Yeah. Right. Like, do you have enough awareness? And confidence in yourself and vulnerability to look back at the year and be realistic and honest about what happened. There's another another thing that we're gonna promise this year is we're gonna put our phones yeah, on silent. Yeah, I can't believe we'll... that's that's been happening the whole episode. <laughs> I didn't even notice it till just now. I mean, it's shocking. I didn't even notice it. Oh, every, moment of silence. <laughs> moment. Okay. Actually, okay, I wrote down my ins and outs too. Save it. Forgot it. We're on <laughs> we're on luge now. Save it. I forget what I was going to say. I'm done. Shut my microphone off. <laughs> yeah. Turn it off right you now. You guys need to go to church more this year. Here we go. Yeah, okay. Calendar. You, you start using the calendar, show your ringer off, and then we can talk about church. <laughs> Till that happens. That's for you guys. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm, I'm a church guy. You're I a man of God. What do you do? Andrew reads the Bible. No, he doesn't. I am the Bible. He Bible. prays. Angelo wrote the Bible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I participated in the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I was the ghostwriter for it. And Martin Luther King's speech. Yes. Oh, what the yeah. fuck are we talking I, I had about a dream. since we got your your goals? We got your, your goals, off track. Your goals for your personal goals for twenty twenty four. I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. I don't plans. want to pull up my phone and like read a list. But I think where I was going was having the self awareness to actually believe what the fuck actually happened. You know, like I read I got an email, it was like an Andy Frisella bite, and it was like be aware of being over positive, right? Hmm. Like being, being, no, not that <laughs> issue, but, but, <laughs> but you could be oblivious to like what's actually happening you know, because you're just overly positive, right? Like, or overly negative. Like you just need to see things for the way they are. And if you're not sure how it is, ask other people because they see you the way you are, mm -hmm. right? Like it, the way you see yourself is completely different than the way other people see you, right? Like that's the best way to find out where you're really at. Trusted people, not somebody who has like a friggin' vendetta against you, but like somebody who you really trust. Maybe it's your parents, your best friend. Like, how do you think I did in this area this year? Do you think I can improve? How was I as a friend to you, right? Like there's definitely areas you can improve and it's not all about money either, right? It's, it's family, relationships, financials, personal health. You know, there, there's a million different things and weigh yourself in each area and try and just take a step forward in every single one. Yeah. One thing I'm pumped about is that we're all on the same track right now for health and lifestyle, you know, for the first time ever. Is that like we're trying to yeah. like, we're really focused on our personal development, all I three think, at the same time. I think beards were important in that role. Yeah, no, this year the, the plans <laughs> to get jacked and tatted. Yeah, yeah. so I was the first mm -hmm. one Bearded, to get jacked and tatted. When I was 17, and they would all shit on me now, finally. Years later, they're trying like I'm gonna now get they're jacked. on the tattoo train. Well, With the moment the train it's known too, so. officially yeah. that I'm jacked, I'm gonna get like put to sleep and then just full, full, full two full sleeves one time. <laughs> <laughs> Extreme one way or the other. The hair. You'd be like, why does it ghost after that? Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of shit on my on my outs too. Like just I I do so much stupid shit. 
Like I'll go to like the, when I go to the gym, Positivity. I'll, sit in, I'll sit in my car for like 10, 15 minutes before I get out and go. Yeah. Like that needs to stop. I should go like when I get there, just get out and go. I, I noticed so that. Much I, I sometimes see Yeah, we call in. that, me and Lucho call that time in transition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to stop doing that. I got to stop being defensive. My brothers got to keep my car cleaner. I got to stop snoozing my alarm. I got to stop reading half books and not finishing them. Um, I mean, that, a lot of that comes with like the interest of the book, but being on my phone at night, there's so much like little shit. It's like the little shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. But that's good. That's where mm-hmm. you got to write it down. You got to make it real. Well, forget <laughs> you about can't, that. You can't you just subconsciously think about it. I don't though, know right? what. Like but I think, I think, I think people think sometimes that goals have to be these huge mm. things. Like I got to make a billion dollars and I got, you know, these not extreme, even a goal. no, but you know what I'm saying? It's like extreme. Yeah. yeah. Some of the shit that you, some of the stuff <laughs> that you got to look at, you're ridiculous. Some of the stuff that you have to look at is actually the little shit. It's like wake up 30 minutes earlier. That doesn't seem like this major goal, but it could change a lot of shit. Well, that thing gets you to that that mark. Exactly. A billion dollars is just like a made up thing that I feel like people like amateur. But, but you say, see what I'm exactly. saying though, right? Like if you say I'm gonna get my to you know not be on my phone at night now, be because that you're gonna be a better partner to to your partner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or going to the like, there's always these little things. Those small things matter at the end of the day. Yeah, that's what actually gets you to the goals. These small minute changes. Yeah, right. there's no magic pill. Yeah, exactly. That's for sure. I've been searching for it. Yeah, doesn't do it. That was a that was a twenty 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 three put a stamp on it. There is no magic pill. There's no shortcut, dude. There's no magic pill. Yeah. You don't you don't get what you don't deserve. You don't get what you didn't earn. Yeah. You don't exceed your financials and your life is not going to exceed your level of personal development. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. That's a fact. I also think a tip for 2024 for people who are in business or so business owners specifically, if you're trying to grow this year, you have to get creative in your strategy to grow. Cause if you're, if you're relying on paid, like a lot of companies are like on the e-commerce space, whatever that they're focused on paid media, Facebook, Google, TikTok, spend all this stuff. It's getting very expensive and it's been getting ever expensive since the iOS 14 update, I think a year or two ago. So people have to start getting creative this year. And I know we are, and we're, we're just trying to stay ahead of it. And again, I don't think you can rely on what we did in 23. I think there has to be some adjustments to hit those new milestones. Think about new channels and every business is a little bit different. We're going to start doing more demos, for example, hand to hand combat to get sales, considering doing call center more style, uh, considering doing sponsoring more events to get in front of more people aligning ourselves with the different industries that kind of makes sense for us. You have to start getting creative this year. Cause again, the, the spend is getting so expensive to be profitable that you can't rely on that anymore. Years ago, that could have been a strategy, but in nowadays, it, unless your profit margins are majorly, majorly huge, I don't think you're going to be able to survive in, in 24 with just relying on that type of strategy with those channels. Yeah. And then uh, things are changing lightning speed everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Even with influencer marketing, influencer marketing is changing by the month. If you, two years ago, I was working with influencer marketers, not working now, a year ago, TikTok was huge with it with, because you know, the algorithm was pushing. Now it's not. Cecilia has 150,000 followers and she doesn't get shit for engagement now. Mm-hmm. But two years ago, she had two videos get 10 million views. Right. It's all because just everything is shifting so fast. And there's and there's interesting things I'm looking at now. I'm posting more on LinkedIn, for example, now. Uh, because LinkedIn's a great strategy that not many people are taking LinkedIn's advantage huge. of. And, and we have a great platform for LinkedIn. We just don't use it. Right. But business owners and people are looking for that stuff on LinkedIn. We should start posting there. So I'm going to focus some attention there this year. The past couple of weeks, I think I posted like six or seven times. So there's like, again, just I just want people to be aware that and be a little bit more open-minded that this year you got to get creative. That's, that's my message there. Yeah. I like that. 
I think that's good. I think we uh, think that was good, right? Anything else we want to add? A little all over the place, but uh, it was a year recap dump, brain dump. Yeah. And a political rant. Yeah. <laughs> Needed to be said, though. Need to be said, dude. If you're talking about 2023 goals and 2024 goals, and you're not voting, <laughs> and you and you plan to not vote, you have a, you're the problem. Yeah, you're the problem. You're the problem. <laughs> Plain and simple. Look yourself in the mirror. All right, that's a wrap. All right.